Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 77 on May 7th, 2020. That's three sevens. It's the lucky number. Um, 2077. Oh, that's, that's not it. It's the, yeah. the dry spell cast and uh, we're going to talk about video games and things like that. My name is Matt. I'm joined by Austin. Hey, how is everyone doing? You know, nobody can respond to that, but um, I'm sure everybody is doing fantastic. Uh, hearing my lovely voice, and, I'm and sure how are helps. how are you how are you doing then? Well, Matt? thank you for asking. I'm doing lovely. Um, my my beard. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Is the longest it's ever been, um, which is a lot. Um, I mean, it's not like a lot for like a lot of people, but like it's a lot for me. Uh, well, I was just staring like at your chin. I can actually like oh, see the like, length actually, of your hair. It's crazy. It's absolutely it's insane. Um, the corn, the quarantine beard. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, if I ever go back to work, I have to shave. So. Yeah, like now's now's the time, I guess, to go. You know, my hair is getting really long. I kind of put it up every too. day, but I, I can cover my eyes with it now yeah mine goes down to the line i mean i've had long hair before i was like looking at cr like crazy ass pictures uh earlier today uh of when yeah, i had you, long you, hair you had you had long hair so yeah and i was like looking down like like at the longest point uh i was looking at a picture of like a headshot i had done and i think at the longest point it went down below my neck or like on like into my shoulders and that was uh, crazy um so yeah that's about, so that's this is about the longest mine's ever been i can almost get it to my nose yeah um i'm not quite there i'm about eye length i guess <clears throat> just but on the bangs all right i just uh scheduled an appointment with my barber for the 19th looking forward to it so he's opening on the 16th so but i can't uh i love so let's unpack this making an appointment with your barber thing yeah how long have you gone to a barber and how long have you gone to this barber uh let's see a few months now i think in like september i started okay. so it's been it's been it's been Under several months i could probably find tell you when if you just don't have like it doesn't have to be that exact yeah but um november i think maybe i was maybe it was a little sooner than that but yeah i've been there going there for a few months first time i've ever been to a barber so uh when i was obviously when i was younger like i would go to like a haircut lady that my mom went to and she just cut our hair but yeah, i had that as well as i as i got older and moved away i just went to you know sports clips great clips all that stuff and then you know never great haircuts you, you get what you pay for kind of thing uh it got me through because you know i was a poor college kid and a 13 dollars haircut sounds pretty good sometimes uh, so I, that's what I did, but you know, the problem is you pay $13 for a haircut, you're going to get a $13 haircut. So, uh, and then recently I just like, well, it's like right before I went to the barber, my last haircut at Great Clips was just, just awful. It was bad. Like, I had a flat spot on my head and I, I don't know, it was just bad. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to find a barber. And this one's right. He's like right on Broadway. So it's, I literally can walk there and yeah, he does a really good job. So I'm kind of happy that they're 
opening up, weathering the storm. They're actually now, like I saw the notification today, they're like, well, since with how many people we, we've already booked in two days, we need to hire another barber. So they're already hiring another guy and they're not even opened yet. So that's good to see. That's uh, some positive things. So, so a couple of things. First of all, um, yes, I had like the haircut lady that my mom took me to, right? Um, I, since then, I have gone. I started going to sports clips at one point, and then it got weird. So I just started. I go and started going to gray clips, and yeah, a thirteen dollar haircut, whatever. But also, I've never had a bad experience. So, uh, but you you I, have really thin, fine hair, right? Uh, yes, it's it is See, super I, thin. I have such thick hair that if it gets cut really wrong, it it's really obvious. So, yeah, and I don't know, like, um, again, in the job that I work I mean, at. I mean, this is, yeah, like, this is, yeah, I mean, this is, like, thick-ass hair right here, so. Like, yeah, like, my job doesn't allow us to do, like, fancy haircuts. It's just kind of standard, like, like a standard cut, um, like, in, like, it can't be long, it can't be, like, multi-layered, like, it just has to be, like, there. Um, and it's, so. It's hair. Yeah, so like it's, if it's I, like hair. If I was spending more than thirteen dollars, and like, like I'm not gonna get it cut really short because I can't, like I won't do that until I go bald, um, which is you know probably gonna happen. Um, like if I'm spending thirteen dollars at a haircut, like or more than that, I'm spending that every single month. Like there, and there's no way around it unless I want to go really short, and then I might be able to get away with two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the longest I think I've really gone without a haircut. I think I got my last one like March 5th or something. So it's been two months. I think at a certain point I will um, grow my hair out again. Um, I don't I don't think I will ever get it as long as it was again, but a little longer than I, I get to keep it for work. But yeah, so um, haircuts, they're fascinating to me because I've never been to like a barber. Um, I, I, like for me, I don't think it, it makes sense like cost efficiency wise. So I don't know. It was a whole new experience and I do recommend it because it's like they do a like a really good job. We like straight razors, my neck and like my Ooh, I don't know if I could do that stuff. to be honest. And yeah, I don't know. It does. He really got in. Like he literally like will meticulously like, cut every little hair if it's like sticking out of place. Whereas Green Clips just sure. like, Which oh, is you're fine good. By me. <laughs> Which let's be real. So, like if it comes down to it, and I have to cut my hair, like you're just gonna buzz that's it. What it's gonna do? Um, but at the same time, I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, and also, the only clippers I own are like like beard trimmer clippers, and so it, my hair will be short as hell, <laughs> um, which is not so. not the route I want to go. Um, but I'm actually surprised that like it still looks good because usually when I hit a point of my hair just gets too long and I hate it, and I haven't hit that yet. But in another week, who knows? So I just was preemptive about it because I don't want to like put it off and then they get so booked up that I can't even go get my haircut for another month so yeah yeah that'd be that'd be crazy my god be crazy what would you oh, do man. 
nothing i just yeah, wait a month exactly. to get hurt <laughs> um so those of us who are those of us those of you who are regular listeners to our podcast you may notice that jason is not here just uh so you know jason is on vacation um and he will probably be back next week um we look forward to uh talking to a well-rested and relaxed jason um and in like in any other time i'd be like yeah like he will just leave it at that but also i want you to know he's not actually on vacation um just he's he's definitely wasting away in margaritaville yes maybe i hope speaking of which did you have a a good cinco de mayo or did you do anything uh i had a breakfast burrito um that i made um covered covered it uh and then i let's see uh i had nachos for dinner so Mm. and i had a choice to choose between a couple of different things but i was like i'm gonna go nachos um because also i like realized it was like 10 o'clock and i had not eaten so um other than that you know the standard things had a panic attack but beyond that we're we're all good you know um you know the normal things you do on cinco de mayo so uh we're here we're good it's a cinco day seven um i drink a corona that's still just chilling right here so there's mine okay hold on i have to correct myself because it's not cinco de seven it's seven day mayo (laughs) yeah good job cinco de seven five to seven i i took a semester of spanish in uh college and two years of it in high school uh and i've still apparently awful at it so but don't worry we don't have to worry about that (laughs) talking about video games uh we are not multilingual so here we are um yeah i don't know um so yeah cinco de mayo um did you do anything no i mean i came home and worked had my corona then i think i had some tacos but i think i had tacos the night before so i I don't remember if i was i had so i know i had tacos the day before uh and i didn't even like think about it because like got i had this like beef that i we cooked down and then we're actually gonna have it last week then didn't eat all of it so let's make some tacos out of it so monday like we're at the store and i let him like tomorrow's secret of mile why are we having tacos tonight uh but we still had tacos that night and then i think i just ate tacos the next day just because because i can well so one of the things like so like in my quarantine life like i'm like trying to figure out ways to make food last the longest you know so like um trips to the store like less often um and like said i like i know we've talked about like i've had groceries delivered and things like that um but one of the things is like beef like cooking ground beef is super easy and you can go for days right so um doing lots of that now to the point where i'm like trying to figure out like how can i do this without making everything taste exactly the same which is what's starting to happen and i'm starting to go crazy (laughs) seasoning i don't know you gotta mix it up you gotta get ground ground beef then maybe pick up a bag of frozen shrimp and then you have a shrimp meal see sure well and mind you uh i live in florida so like we have real shrimp here but no fresh shrimp Freshish. I mean, I it's mean, still about a day from when they catch it. I have, I have real, markets, but. I have real shrimp here, but it's just not fresh. Next day, fresh shrimp. Right. It's not real. 
That's true. I had shrimp yesterday for dinner. It's pretty good. Quarantine, cooking healthy. I've lost three pounds in a week, so I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, go I, so go I don't own a scale. I, I like I know that I've been losing weight um, because I'm losing inches, uh, which is a good thing. So good. Hey, it's, I think it's kind of what people are kind of realizing is when you're more forced to cook from home. Generally, food's going to be a little healthier when you're cooking from home versus a restaurant because it's not first off it's not saturated in butter like most restaurant dishes are that's why they taste so good there's the secret it's butter uh but i uh, so many people like like you've noticed are going out and like walking and doing things more active because nothing gets people out of their houses like telling them they can't leave them so <laughs> apparently <laughs> as we found out but yeah so like i don't know like uh like i like i've started to realize like you know like a I'm thinking about the things I'm putting in my meals. Um, the like people who are cooking in kitchens don't really care that much about me. So here, all of a sudden, the person that actually cares about what they're putting in their body is cooking. Um, so I like I'm trying to like you know monitor those things as best I can, but also like uh, you know like I it it never really was even the movement thing for me because like I've hiked and I've walked and I like run and like stuff like that for you know basically my entire life um it's really the food consumption that's my issue mm -hmm. um but also you know like i bought a six pack of beer uh a couple months ago and i still have half of it so i've only had three beers or four or five or something like that because i had some extras but anyways like since the like stay at home order started um and so i've like been drinking more like vodka and stuff oh, like that the, um, the locale the locale white girl yeah. drinks i see okay mm -hmm. getting white girl wasted on every day uh, huh? getting, yeah so um yeah it's been it's been an interesting uh experience for me personally for sure um now Damn. when i am drinking i am typically combining it with some kind of video game uh so let's talk about those games Y'all who listen to us regularly know that I've been on this journey, this life journey as the quarantines progressed. And it's been really interesting to watch as like my mood has kind of changed and like going from different kinds of game to different kind of game. So like starting with like the campaigns and like the multiplayer games and stuff. And then I kind of at some point got into the maintenance sims. Um, and then uh, I think most recently uh, I've gotten the real into well hold on we'll get to that but like <laughs> uh, the next thing was kind of real time strategy games or not real time I sorry I should say turn based strategy games um, and that's kind of where I am right now so in terms of that um, I'll start by leading off with the game that I played a ton of this past week, uh, Into the Breach. Uh, and this was a game that I have like wanted to play for quite some time. Uh, and finally just kind of like saw it in my library and was like, hey, I guess I'm gonna play this now. Uh, and I'll like I'll be honest, like I don't play a ton of these kind of games. Um but uh, I was like, I'm going to give this a shot and see where it goes. Um, Into the Breach is a really cool game. 
um, and I'm really enjoying it. Basically, the game is is um, there's a series of different islands, uh, like four islands or something um, that I've seen so far, uh, and you you pilot three mechs. Um, you land on like a specific part of an island, uh, and you fight these bugs. It's basically if uh, whatever that that Starship Troopers was. Starship Trooper. I was yes. just thought I. It's very poignant with the murder hornets flying around now. You know. Yes, yes, it's That's actually right. our future. Like our actually, future. The murder hornets is into the breach with uh, murder hornets. So, are, are those in your neck of the woods? Uh, no, the they're in your neck of woods. So the, I, know, I know they're in Washington. So no, they have oh not boy. made it this far yet. So uh, as far as I've heard, well, but, some crazy ass killing thing is not in Florida. I know crazy. it's amazing. Like we actually <laughs> didn't get. When I was reading the story, I'm like, "Fuck, this is definitely coming to Florida, isn't it?" Um, but no, um, it's actually uh, Washington, uh, where so like nothing happens. You uh, kill murder hornets correct um and so like every like the different kind of bugs have like different powers and stuff like that but the cool thing about it is you see their move you you see what they're gonna do so you have your three mechs um and you place them at different points on the board uh and then you get to move them at the start of your turn um and you can look at exactly the order of turns that the bugs are going to go in after you finish your turn um, and so it's kind of neat because you have to like, kind of like plan ahead. Um, and then you get yourself to the point where you're like, well, if I sacrifice this here, I'll only lose like this amount of civilians or whatever, like, and stuff like that. Um, really neat. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, and oddly enough, it's like a great chill game for me. Um, because I get to like kind of sit there and I think about my turns. Um, it gives like, there's no time limit or anything like that. So I can like be really meticulous about, Oh, like I want this to happen. Uh, and so it's been a pretty neat game for me, um, to put on like lo-fi and, uh, just relax. Uh, and so I'm really liking that game. Uh, it gets really challenging. Uh, and so it's really punishing, which is funny because it, like I'm throwing in chill and punishing in the same game, but it works, um, at least for me. Other it's than so that, chill. Chill. Other than that, um, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Civ Six. Uh, for whatever reason, I like I was playing Into the Breach, and I'm like, well, okay, like let's play something kind of like this. So I've been playing Civ Six. Uh, started doing the scenarios, which I've never really done before, uh, and so that gives me like instead of just like a freeform game, it gives me like a like goal that I'm gonna uh, go do other than just like uh, wiping out every other plant, like every other civilization or whatever. Um, and I've like really enjoyed it. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, some of them, like when you get upper in the difficulty, I like wonder how is this even possible. But um, well, and that's like that was always my thing with Civ Five is once you like get past like difficulty six, it's like you really need to know what you're doing if you have any chance of winning because they'll start with like you know 
10 technologies already and stuff in like mm-hmm. oh, half an army you're like well i don't even know what to do so my brother's super into the high difficulty stuff i do like the mid difficulty that's where i my that's where my zone is because like you still get challenged but if you do if you play well you can still win kind of thing yeah it's been fun um i mean i've been doing most of them on like the easier modes because again i just want to chill uh but it's been it's been good to be able to like hop in a Discord, have a conversation, and just play through Civ games. Yeah, um, I, th- I think Civ Civ would have been my uh, quarantine game because yeah. I I was actually thought about that. So like, obviously I like I'm still working, so I'm not quarantined every day in my house. Uh, so I don't I haven't played a time, especially like a game like Civ. Like it's one you gotta dedicate a lot of time to. But you know, I was thinking over the course of this thing, like man, I really wish I could sit down and just play some Civ for hours and hours, but. I'm still have to be an essential worker, so. Correct. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Like, uh, like the Civ has kind of filled a hole for me. Um, uh, and then the final one I want to talk about, um, I have probably no more than an hour into this game so far. Um, and you'll talk more about this, but Gears Tactics. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, I've really only played a couple of missions um but this is this this of course is not uh turn-based i mean it is turn-based but it's not like into the breach or sieve where it's like oh this is like more of a board game you know this is like gears tactics is basically an XCOM. um so yeah i've been playing a little bit of it uh i want to know your thoughts on this game so yeah, like what Matt was saying, it's this game is an XCOM style of game, and if anyone's familiar with that, you know it's like the move to cover, shoot kind of thing, uh, with but in the Gears world, which lends itself really well because Gears original always is about cover, cover based shooting. I mean that's kind of the thing, so it transitions really well to this style of gameplay, and I think they did a really good job. Uh, I mean I've played XCOM and stuff a ton like hours and hours and hours of those games so this fits right in it doesn't change anything really it, it doesn't reinvent the formula but it's kind of hard to change the opening formula like that so i mean it's all the little minor things that are different i mean uh obviously the chainsaws are a feature uh that you can use and then there's like the uh when there's like a downed enemy but not dead you can execute them and then everyone on your team gets another action point so you can keep fighting uh, so that's the that's a different thing is the action points versus just like your turn because uh, I know XCOM games like you can move you have like a certain number of things you can move or you can move and then shoot and so this one kind of you can move around a little better I think in versus an XCOM game so far I haven't been so screwed over with you know shooting and missing an accuracy usually when it's a high percent shot it's going to hit uh mm-hmm. that was always my frustration with frustration with xcom so oh you got 90 percent shot miss and like, well my guy died and then they die so kind of sucks uh this game's definitely a little easier that way uh it's not gonna it's not so as so at least to where I've gone, it's not as punishing as an XCOM game. Because like XCOM, if on mission two you could just screw up and half your team dies, and then they're do- they're dead. I mean, they're gone forever. So this game's not like that. Obviously, if your main character, which isn't he, uh, 
Gabe is, is that his name right? Yeah, he is. He's in in Gears, right? Originally. Um, I no, not that I'm aware of. So he okay. is, uh, from my understanding, he's Kate Diaz's father. That's and what it Kate is. Kate okay. is in like the second generation of Gears games. Yeah, that's right. That's what I knew the connection. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously he's the main character. He doesn't. You don't die as him because that's like even with XCOM, your main guy or however you determine your main guy if they die they're dead so that's kind of like right. this game's a little different uh so i mean as far as the gameplay goes it's really well done i like it uh it it flows well looks good plays well the things yeah. i don't like as much is uh com- I, you know, I'm, obviously i'm comparing to xcom because that's you know that's what they're going for xcom had so much more going uh in the game that was not the tactical shooting part whereas the base building and upgrading and stuff like that whereas this game is just kind of here's your loadout whatever next mission so i i kind of because that's like one thing i kind of like about xcom is yeah there's the one facet of the game is the tactical shooting part but then there's this other like part that is the base building that's like extremely important because you can't win the game unless you do this part as well r- correctly or really well so other than that i think it's it's a solid game i'll keep playing it i like these styles of games so and it works really well on the pc so yeah and i mean there there is the like the barracks part where like you're upgrading like your individual heroes like uh, Mm -hmm. like guns and stuff like that but you also have like passive effects so they have skill trees um and you can throw you know skills into kind of how you want that person to um play so like for example like gabe is like the support character and so you can kind of choose do you want him to be like a healer or do you want him to be like more of like a a combative support character and stuff like that um so yeah like i i think it's interesting um it does look great uh it's it's kind of fun to see like the enemies that you know like i grew up playing gears of war so like kind of fighting in that arena and stuff like that um and i i think like yeah you know the covers and stuff like that work totally well for it um I don't have any major issues with the game so far uh i've no i've i've enjoyed everything i've done so far i mean like i said like just i feel like there's just a big compared to xcom like the, a little missing feature but other than i like still that's not a complaint i mean this game still is really fun plays well so and i like i like the differences so, you know it's like the chainsaw that had something else because there was wasn't really a melee ability in xcom uh but you gotta be smart about it because you you can chainsaw someone but then you're totally wide open to be killed so it's a smart correct i mean it's an interesting tactical thing so and that's all this is. It's just tactical moving around a map. And I'm sure as I get farther in the game, I'm, there'll be some really tif- difficult maps and stuff, game bosses, whatever I'm trying to say. But sure, of course. Um, yeah. So Gears Tactics. Uh, I'll probably play more of it. Uh, it kind of fits um, in my mood, you know, in terms of like this, like uh, the strategy games and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, otherwise, I have also been um, going the hardcore sim route. Um, I had a friend, my friend David, uh, bought me Terraria. And uh, thank you, David. Um, I You didn't need to do that, but he did anyways. Uh, and 
that game is fascinating. So Terraria is something that I've heard a million times because it's been out for like almost a decade now. Uh, but like really only saw pictures of. To me, it occupies that same weird headspace as Minecraft, and I'm gonna make this comparison more than once, um, where like I went so long hearing the name Minecraft that like I kind of absorbed things about it, but really didn't even understand it until I hopped in and was like, okay, this is what this is, right? Terraria is like that for me. Um, where like I knew kind of what it was, what it looked like and things like that. Um, but that was about it. And so hopping into it was kind of like a really interesting experience. I got in uh, and you know, you create a character and that character like goes between worlds. So like you create your character and that is it. Um, and then you can create, you know, other worlds and stuff like that. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it was really interesting like finding out like, oh, this game's kind of like, uh, a freeform builder where you're mining and you're building structures and houses you're, and things like that. You're mining and crafting. Correct. And wow. then, um, you know, you go beneath the surface and like there's different biomes and things like this. Like a lot of things like uh, Minecraft, the difference being is this is, you know, obviously not first person, uh, and it even kind of has the blocky art style and stuff like that. Uh, but it's a little more, I would say, structured. Like there's bosses that you go and fight. Um, and, you know, obviously you get loot from that and stuff. Uh, and you once you build a structure, you can invite people. Like you don't invite them, but people will come occupy and give you buffs and things like that. Um, and so when I, when I started out, I was like, okay, I need to kind of experience this game for myself. Uh, and so I did for about 10 minutes, realized I have no clue what's happening. It was kind of like that first night of Minecraft where I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm punching trees. That's great. And then, you know, Darkfall comes and then I realize I have no idea what's happening. Why am I being chased by a spider? Oh, I've seen these things before. And then it blew up and killed me, you know? Um, and so like, I kind of had that experience with Terraria, uh, and so I hopped in a game uh, with some friends of like a world that they were building. Uh, and it was just like, I was realizing there's so much depth to this. Like there's like the crafting is really robust. There's all of this shit. Like, um, and it got a little overwhelming. So now that I kind of have the grasp of it, I think I'm going to go back to like the world I started and try to start like kind of discovering things on my own. Um, it's good. I think, uh, I, I think what kind of brought everybody to this game is like the final update is supposed to be coming out like next month or something. Uh, and so I think that's kind of like the, the end of Terraria, um, the, the decade long struggle that is Terraria. So yeah, that's, uh, that's that. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll report back next week kind of more on, on that side of things to kind of see what it is. Um, and speaking of brand new games that have like just came out, um, I've been playing quite a bit of Sims 3. Uh, and I'm aware that there's a Sims 4. But I own 3. 
And so I was, and also Sims 4 is on sale right now. It's like $6 for the base game and then several like DLC packs. So I, I might do it. I don't know. Um, but I was kind of sitting there the other night and I'm like, all right, I need something chill, something that maybe doesn't take strategy, like the other games I've been playing, whatever. Uh, and I was like, I can't live my normal life right now. Why don't I make a Sims character? Uh, so I did, uh, and I made the mistake of making the Sims character like me. So you can assign them traits, right? So like I went through and like I was like looking at looking at a headshot of myself trying to create the Sim, um, and I think I did a decent job. Uh, but then you get to pick traits, and this is where I screwed up. Um, in the traits, I chose things like neurotic, you know, somebody who worries about everything. Um, uh, doesn't like crowds things like that uh and then i chose doesn't like children um and then i chose chose the isolation again doesn't like crowds things like that um i chose musical um and i don't remember what my last trait was but i got immediately into that game and then almost like made myself anxious because I was like, all right, well, my, my sim doesn't like going into fucking crowds, so I can't, like, meet anybody. And every time I go to work, there's too many people, and so he hates that. Um, every time he sees a child, he gets unhappy and runs away. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe I went a little too, <laughs> a little too uh, close to home personally here. Uh, do you, maybe do you run away from back. children, Matt? Um, I don't run away from them, but I don't like them um, to an extent, you know, like I, I taught kids, so it's not like I hate them, um, but and maybe that's like maybe I shouldn't put that as my sim character because I like I liked teaching children. I like working with youth. Um, I just, you know, don't want my own, you know, I don't I don't want to raise a baby. Maybe raise a child. I don't know. But I don't want a baby. Like, I don't want something that poops. That's a anything. <laughs> Again. Dog, cat, bird, snake. Look at my life. Look at my lifestyle. Um, do I have anything like that? No. There's a reason behind these things. Um, my life is basically a sims character uh and somebody chose the wrong traits for them that's basically what my life is and so mm. uh whoever created the sims character that is my life thanks that's been great um so yeah so uh we'll see we'll see uh what happens with the sims i like i kind of want to do like a crazy sims house or whatever like that but um i figure i should get maybe kill this one off or something i don't know just do the typical put him in a pool delete the ladder let him drown kind of thing if i kill a sims character based on that yourself. i've modeled off of myself Will this send me spiraling out of control? Is that a, is this a form of suicide? Is this a cry for help, Matt? Do you well, maybe that's help? what I'm wondering. Maybe I'm having an existential crisis live on Twitch.
Anywho. So, um, other than that, I've been playing um, some board games. Uh, and I want to like, kind of mention this uh, before we move on. Because uh, I've never been really into board games. Uh, like, the occasional ones uh, and stuff like that. But I think my biggest problem with board games is the fact that... I like I never really had a group of friends in Boise that loved to play board games. Um you know, we had our friend group who liked to play video games. And that's fine. Obviously, I love video games. Um but you know, like I enjoy the occasional board game um and I but I never really got hardcore into it. Uh but my some of my friends from high school the only people i talked to from high school um you know uh got into board games and specifically like my high school best friend got really into board games we're talking like the largest collection of board games that i've ever seen of anybody and so like when i would go visit them we would play board games um and like i always enjoyed that time uh I find a lot of them super overwhelming because I don't learn by reading rule books. Like I kind of have to experience it as I go. Uh, and so they can be overwhelming for me. Uh, however, uh, there's, uh, there's a couple of online board game services. And I think, like I said, outline them, especially like right now, um, when people aren't going to parties and stuff like that, I think like they're a really good alternative. Um, so the first one being uh, Board Game Arena is the one I've had the most success with. Board Game Arena is more of like, uh, okay, here's this board game, and we're going to kind of walk you through the rules, uh, and we're going to control everything. So I have played a, like a couple of them. Um, you know, like then they have everything from like Yahtzee to Battleship to um a game that me and some friends played uh that's really simple uh called can't stop um and things like that where they can kind of control but then the how are you sets. here how are you um, here if you can't stop because i did stop oh um but i'm not an addict so that's how i stopped because i can't mm. stop I can stop when I want to, Mom. Um, so, but uh, regardless, uh, it's very structured. And so, like, it helps you walk through the moves that you can do and things like that. Um, versus, like, Board Game Simulator or Tabletop Simulator, I mean, um, which is available on Steam. Uh, and it's it's more of a sim so they don't really hold your hand through these things so if you make an illegal illegal move or something like that it's on the other people you're playing with to know that that's happening um and so the other version of this that i've played is tabletopia um both of these are supported in browsers and stuff like that um i've had less success with tabletopia like i think the board game selection is wider um but i've had less success because for whatever reason the accounts i create um open games that i never opened and then i can't join other tables and that's been a little frustrating but um getting over it you know whatever i guess the the next thing like i would get into is you know like D D. So, um, who wants to play D and I've never played D and don't really even understand it, but, um, let's play some D and D who wants to play D and 
do a live stream of D and D for the first time? Um, probably not the first time, because <laughs> um, that would be a disaster. But um, are you gonna run a campaign like, for us? I've always been kind of interested in the idea of D and D, and I had like one group of friends in college that were like, "Hey, let's do this," um, and we all filled out character sheets and stuff. And then I was so busy that I could never go to the parties and. That was like my one experience with it. And so I don't know, like there's a fascination and like a curiousness for me about it. Uh, but I don't know, like it's just never been anything that I've ever done. Moderately interested, maybe. Ever done? No. So D&D. Game I've never played. And yet we're still talking about it because that's what we do here. Um, so yeah. That's basically what I've been playing lately. Uh, we'll see what weird genre I get into next. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I, I look forward to it every week. I think I need to hop into more visual novels. How about that? This is going to oh, be boy. the week of visual novels. Not those kind of visual novels. Although maybe those kind of visual novels. Oh, boy. Um, loneliness is getting... <laughs> I'm so lonely. Um, so let's move on. Um, oh, I, I have one last thing. Okay. Sorry. Go for it. I finally got my first win in Warzone, and it was pretty satisfying. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I was really happy. I almost totally fucked it up, and I managed to pull off the win. And Congratulations. My brother got blown up in the face with an RPG, and it was all was good. So I'm like legit... Twitch streamer now because I got one win, so no big deal, right? And, yeah, cool. It really isn't. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Thank uh, you. That's my. That was my accomplishment in gaming this week. I'm very I finally happy won Warzone. So, extraordinarily happy for you. Thanks. I hear people outside my window. I'm wondering if my window is open, but it's not. So, what if Austin got robbed live on Twitch.tv? Slash, try spell radio. Oh, are you? <laughs> Great, <laughs> you are ready. We're ready. Knives. I'm always, re- dude. I'm always ready. Knives out. I, I guns know. out. I know. I'm aware. So, uh, yeah. I think there's actually a gun within within almost reach of where I'm at right now. But I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm sure there <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my whole gum table is like right here. So, I mean, you can- yeah, I would have to go really, really far to find the nearest gun. So please don't swap me. Um, let's talk about Evo. How about that? Let's get into news. Uh, so uh, those of you who have uh, not been with the world for the past two months. Congrats. I feel Jared Leto. I would much rather be in your position. Also, fuck that you, guy. But, you heard um, that story, though, right? I did. Like, Jared Leto, so, fuck that guy. He's so, so stupid. First of all, he should have never been a musician. Second of all, he should have never been an actor. Third of all, go back to your weird fucking thought farm or whatever you're doing. I have no problem with people who do, like, retreats where, like, you don't take technology and you cut off from the world and stuff like that. I have often thought about doing something like that. Um, Even, like, 
you know i've even thought about doing those silent ones where you can't speak for like a week um and you just live in like a commune and you like completely silent and things like that fuck jared leto is the point i'm getting at but if you haven't been a part of society for the past two months um i envy you but um as we know giant events across the world have been canceled and so on and so forth evo 2020 is the latest of that um and all i really want to say is i like want to like impart what they had said on twitter about this um so they posted on twitter quote due to covid 19 we are sadly canceling evo 2020 at mandalay bay and refunding all purchase tickets but to keep the evo spirit alive we're bringing the event online this summer more information coming soon. The health and well-being of our community is our highest priority. We hope everyone stays safe during this time. So the big story out of this is that um, they're going online. And I think that's radical. Uh, I think it'll be really interesting because, you know, unlike, like we talked about like kind of the, the esports scene last week. So listen to our last podcast if you want a little in-depth conversation about that. Um, but the fighting game community is a little different you know um yes in the world of competitive shooters you have to like have like comp like you have to have really good internet because every millisecond counts you know um but i feel like the fighting game community is almost that to another level you know um and so it'll be really interesting to see what they can kind of bring up and i can almost like hear now people being like oh if this wasn't online then this guy would have won the tournament and all this stuff um but i think as a as a goodwill thing i this was totally the smart way to do it um i think the other difference being you know internet connections when you're playing um you know when you're playing competitive shooters uh or like competitive overwatch or anything like that you know you're living in a place dedicated to this the fighting game community is a little bit different you know like they're i would say maybe a little more ragtag where uh it's really based on the face-to-face -face, uh tournaments uh and so it's it'll be really interesting to see how they kind of combat things like that um and just from the technical standpoint, you know, I don't find the fight. I don't follow the fighting game community uh, all the time, but I do love Evo. I watch it every year. I really want to go sometime, uh, but maybe 2021. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what pans out for Evo this year. But it's sad it's sad regardless because you know all of it's sad everything's sad life is sad you know what else is sad the last of us 2 apparently i don't know i didn't read the spoilers but I, i'm gonna guess I it's sad avoid them yeah um they did release the uh uh campaign trailer a cinematic trailer. boy uh that it was scary. a lot uh it was there's a lot, a lot to, take to take in there um, but I'm kind of excited um, to see more of it and kind of see like a general like where they're going with Ellie, you know, because I, I, I guess my biggest question about this whole thing is more along the lines of like what they're doing with Joel, you know, 
Um, so are you still really sticking know. by your thing that Joel is, is going to be dead the entire time? No, not at all. So you're 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 out of that party. Okay? Yeah, I was out of that as soon as I saw the like, the, like as I saw his return. You know, I I don't remember which uh, which trailer that it was. was. The, it was the it was the last one. Yeah, right. Like yeah, I like I kind of lost that idea after. Yeah, it was it was, know, the it was E3 the, trailer because it was the follow up to the E3 trailer, right? Yeah, the, yeah. There was like the teaser, the short second, like the short teaser where she plays guitar and then he walks in. That was like really the only one I watched. So I was like, oh yeah, he's dead. Um, since then, I've like I've totally reversed course on that. Yeah. Um, will he die? We'll see. We'll we'll find out in about a month and a half. Yeah. Um. But the 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 newest story behind the Last of Us Two again. So last week we talked about leaks. Um. And. The rumor that it was an employee or a contractor of Naughty Dog has kind of come out to be an inaccurate statement, um, and it was never, it, you know, it was all rumors back then. But um, since then, Sony has come out and said, "Yo, no." Um, they've reached out to multiple agencies saying, "Like, this is this was not a worker, um, but we haven't identified who the leakers are." Uh, but they're not going to say um, because there's ongoing investigations, whether that be uh, legally or just internally. We'll see, um, you know, if somebody has leaked this, um, I, I'm curious to see what the litigation for that can be. Uh, I, I really don't know, um, but there's got to be some kind of copyright or something they can some kind of copyright law or something that they can kind of like land on for this situation. Well, yeah, I'm sure it falls in the line of intellectual property and stuff like that. It was such a messy zone for lawsuits and stuff, but we'll see. Sounds yeah, like, yeah. I mean, copyright law itself is really, really uh, complicated, but again, you could probably also go with something um in terms of oh this was stolen from us so which is not really a that complicated of a of an issue you know you usually you usually just can't actually take things that aren't your own just in case you were wondering usually usually yeah so sometimes um, unless you're a squatter yeah you know, you just take up the hotels in New York right now. So, if, if, if <laughs> I had thought to myself, any time in the past couple of months, I want to go to New York. Um, because I want to recommend it, personally. Um, I might think about squatting in, like, an apartment or something in New York. But... I'm sure there's a lot of empty ones right now, so... I'm guessing. I don't know. There's always a lot of empty ones, so... It's New York. Well, there's... there's five trillion people that, there. Yeah, no joke, so... But, um... More Last of Us news. Yes. Um, so, it came... News. Okay, so, so it came out <laughs> that the digital download for Last of Us will require at least... 100 gigabytes of hard drive space. Correct. Uh, 
Which I guess is no surprise, uh, considering the physical version of the game will ship with two discs, uh, similar to Red Dead 2, uh, which was, I think, 105 at release. So, I'm sure they'll have a, like, an install disc and then the actual play disc, just mm-hmm. like Red Dead. Um, but yeah, well, I think they. I games, think we know that. I think they said. Yeah, that we that 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 was that was already known, but now it's come out that the hard drive digital downloads can be 100 at least 100 gigs. So. No surprise, but yeah, save your hard drives. Yeah, I mean, game... so yeah, thinking like we we had a, like a really interesting conversation last week about like download sizes and stuff. Um, I'd love to hear Jason's take on this. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm gonna go in and I'm just gonna delete Red Dead, right? Because Red Dead Two is coming out on PC, um, on like Game it's Pass. Out yeah it's out oh, but it like is? on game pass it's coming out like oh. in a week or something um so i have i have ways to get that game um i, I, I might just delete i might just delete the first last of us because that's still like 70 gigs on my playstation yeah but but what if we want to play multiplayer i think this game will have multiplayer by the way this, i thought they they kinda, s- i I think it has said it'll have a new type of version of what was currently in the first first game. I thought that they said that this wasn't having any multiplayer. Oh, I've heard I heard that it was. If like, not at launch, but I think is later was going. Oh well, maybe not at launch, this. but I seem to remember hearing like I I seem to remember talking about the fact that they weren't going to have multiplayer. So maybe it will no. come later, but. Um, Cause that was a huge thing about the first game is that people it was like great. just it was a good multiplayer that it just kind of was just there and I was like oh this is actually really fun so but yeah game's gonna be huge save your hard drive um, some pain and maybe delete some stuff now I don't know uh, but this might be like one of the last games you ever buy for PlayStation 4 so uh yeah maybe ghost of shishima we'll see that's like not a must buy for me that's Um, and that's a month month after last of us so yeah so we'll see i mean for me um yeah this will be probably be the last one i buy for the place for my oldest shit og i think we both have I think me and you are one of the only people that still have like the launch PlayStation. I can't believe mine still runs. Uh, mine runs fine. I have no problems. I air dusted it out and kind of cleaned up some. That was of the, the like, big one. Like yeah, once yeah, I, like, it blew out all the dust. It's not as definitely not as loud right now. So, and we'll see. I mean, it handled Red Dead just fine, uh, mm-hmm. and I haven't really played a lot of it lately. So maybe I'm just hold my breath that it'll just it'll it'll limp its way into uh, november and then i'll be okay yeah i mean it's i'm like, not worried it's but. like you know like you know the marathon runners you know they come into the finish line they're literally just like like dying and crawling in and there's like you know excrement and stuff leaking out of them and whatnot that's my playstation 4 it's we're, we're on the final marathons are you watching uh, i don't know or running that's a thing it happens I don't know. When you know when people you finish a race, you're like dead. Like that's just our. I, I have right seen now. that that video of the guy who was like about to cross the finish line and like like jumps up to like celebrate and like snaps his ankle, um, right Ugh. before the finish line. Um, and I think he was first too, and he like he has to crawl across Ugh. and like people pass him during it. 
<laughs> is that our is that our PlayStation 4s right now? Yes, it's that guy yes. with the ankle snapping. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what's gonna really it suck work. is if yeah. Last of Us Two comes out. I get my copy, and then almost immediately my PlayStation Four dies. I'm worried about that actually because I'm not. I'm. I'm just. I guess I'll just hold on to my copy. Until yeah, the because at that point, like, out. I'm not. Buying, buying a new one. PlayStation Four at this point. If I if I had bought a new PlayStation Four, it would have been one. If I wanted to buy the Pro, it would have been with the God of with God of War. That's would yeah. have been I think the mm-hmm. right the right time for me to have done it, and I didn't do it. And I was like, end of last year, I was really debating on it, but I was like, ah, it's a, I have a year left on this one. I might as well wait. Where if if I bought it for God of War, if I would have done it for at least a couple years. That's my one slight regret there because I think I sh- should have got the the pro during then. But whatever, you were, it's at, a fine. Di- you were at a different point in your life financially. True, sense. I didn't. I didn't have the money either then. I was still in school, so I was not making money. So things have changed. But Last of Us Two looks great. Trailer looks awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, check out our Facebook page because we did share a link uh, there. So sure did. Or just go to YouTube. Do do whatever. Just go care. to YouTube and press Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us. It looks good. It does. It so, looks good. Um, still, yeah. still have no idea what it's really about, and that's my plan. Yep. And I will not learn until I play the game. So, Correct. And speaking of um, a lot of new games. Lots of new games. So earlier today, uh, Xbox uh, showed us a little bit more. Um, Microsoft did a... Uh, inside xbox uh live stream uh and lots of games they showed off this was basically back-to-back games uh and i think like the in the interesting part of it was was like oh we're not going to show any uh microsoft studios in this press conference or like so i can also i shouldn't call it a press conference but um instead they showed off partnerships uh, and so we've got a list of games here, uh, just kind of detailing what they showed. Um, so mind you, this means they didn't show off Halo, I think is the, like the big one. And they, they said that they will have another, uh, one of these in July to show off more of the games. Um, that they're developing. Uh, they spent a lot of time on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, again, we've seen a trailer for it uh, last week, uh, and then this just kind of shows more about it. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I I stand by you know kind of what I was looking at um, on Valhalla, but uh, walking through these games, we've got Bright Memory Infinite, uh, which looked like a shooter mixed with first person dark souls e kind of sword based time machine game um it was almost like a shooter version of back to the future Mm. Uh, and i like even at one point like the time machine looks like a delorean um i think the most interesting part about this game is uh there's one person working on it um, the studio FYQD uh, is one dude. 
Cool. Yeah, this is really fascinating. Um, and it looks like super polished or whatever, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, apparently, it's already on Steam, <laughs> which I was totally unaware about. But yes, uh, the next uh, Call of the Sea um, looked kind of Firewatchy, but more sea related than forest related. Uh, it looks cool. Um, I really like the art style of it. Um, I'm actually, you know, I think out of anything that I saw, I think most pumped about this game because uh, it looked it looks really super pretty. Uh, so I would recommend it going and checking out a trailer of that. Um, chorus uh, looked kind of controlish to me, uh, and you know how much I liked control. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, they're making another dirt game, Dirt Five. It's a lot of dirt. It's a lot of dirt, man. So. Um, sure whatever um they showed off madden 21 right? oh man lots of mahomes so uh wasn't he on last year's cover Mm-hmm. he he broke the madden curse right he broke the curse so i'm curious let's put it back on again be on, Two years yeah i'm curious who'll be on the cover of it um it's going to be Bill Belichick's dog from the draft. Yes. Uh, what if it's just Bill Belichick? Please. Like, at this point, Please. he just earns it. Yeah, good point. Please let that Gronk. happen. Since Gronk's because coming he's back. back. He's back, baby. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, uh, maybe we even know who's on the cover, um, and I just missed it. But, yeah, um, you know, Madden uh, developed not that far from my house now. Um, Scarlet Nexus looked anime as shit. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got to say about cool. it. Anime. Mm, uh, fun. Scorn was a weird horror-looking-ish game. I think I spent like the first like three quarters of the trailer thinking like and thinking out loud about it. Is this a new Alien game? But it's not. It's a uh, it's scorn. It's just some a new horror, psychological horror. I might add. Mm. Mm. Cool. I like um, those games. I do too. So we'll see. Um, second extinction. Uh, again, I sat there kind of thinking like, is this a new Turok game? Um, but it's not. It's just another game that features dinosaurs. Not I Dino think, Crisis, though. Correct. I think every game that has dinosaurs from this point forward, I will look at and think, are they making a new Turok game? Um, as long as it's like a, a first person, you know. I'm still waiting for a remastered Dino Crisis, so. I don't what know if made. you're going to get that. Come on, Capcom. You're doing so well with Resident Evil. So let's just transition. <laughs> I, I I don't think you're going to get that. Damn. Um, Ascent. Or the ascent, um, top-down RPG, cyberpunk. 
if we didn't have enough cyberpunk coming out this year might as well get more and we got more um, coming up in the show too yep the medium uh again psychological horror uh, are you a medium that speaks to ghosts uh yes cool but not like the show medium um and then um i will say uh i want to throw in a vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 okay um which leads me to believe that there was a vampire the masquerade bloodlines 1 there sure was was there there sure was i have never heard of this game before but uh, i heard yeah i will say i will say um united states of america um that i was freaked out by this trailer it like it like was like this dude in his apartment or like his house by himself like dancing around a christmas tree is like these people were like strung up by like hooks like on their mouths and like dead and like their eyes were like like locked open and shit um watch this trailer um and then immediately de-watch this trailer because uh it was fascinating um and then finally the game everybody wanted yakuza like a dragon um we knew that uh they were working on a new game um we knew that it wasn't going to be kiryu as the main character um so yeah a new yakuza yakuza game um that's uh from the same studio and a brand new uh storyline and a brand new character wow so yeah it'll be super cool they've been cranking they've been cranking those out last couple years haven't they yeah, I mean, uh, this one existed already. This like is, is out in Japan, so the big story behind it is that it's coming to you know America um, as a launch title for the Series X, mm. the the Xbox X, um, the Xbox X. So yeah, that's kind of the lineup that they did. Um, uh, yeah, sounds go watch it. I, it's I, about I, a half an I, hour I, long. I, there wasn't any talking. Other than at the very beginning, yeah, I need to catch that. Yeah, their their big thing that they're pushing at this point is um, their what is it? It I want to get this right. Their smart delivery program, mm-hmm. meaning that if you buy this game right now um, or in the next six months, you will also be buying that game for the series x when it comes out so you only have to buy the game once um and i think that's great i think that's a smart thing if you're not going to do just like off the front like uh backwards compatibility uh and these games are you know optimized for the series x uh and then you don't have to buy like a new copy or whatever i think that's great um, I'm hoping that you know Sony kind of follows suit, especially with like Last of Us Part Two. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure they will because I feel like they're kind of have to. You know things with, like that. With how 
with how open uh, Xbox has been about this, I feel like Sony's got to do the same thing. Otherwise, they're really shooting themselves in the foot if they're like, if they do what they did last generation, and it's like if you own this game, you can spend fifteen bucks on the PlayStation Store, and then now you have it for the PS4. Yeah, I uh, think that's a bad route for them to go if they decide to do that. Especially now that we know that Microsoft is doing this, and now that we know that it, you know Microsoft is also like, if you buy this uh, here, then it, you also get it on PC you know and things like that um so yeah i think sony kind of has to go that route um i i I, at this point i'd be more surprised if they didn't because i feel like it's so it's so obvious that uh they need they would have to or need to do that so and i know the developers like they're like well we don't want to talk for sony but you know they've almost said it's going to happen but they just haven't said any like officially said it so sure yeah, so I, I mean, I think that's yeah, like the way they have but, to go. Yeah, but speaking about games that were showed off here, I saw this little literally today. Um, that Assassin's Creed Valhalla you mentioned earlier will be shorter and smaller than Odyssey to address bloat criticism, and I'm actually was really happy to see that because that was I think what turned me off from buying Odyssey was how big the game was. Because and currently I was still playing Origins at the time because that game is still huge and they're like, well, this game's now even bigger than Origins. I'm like, this sounds you awful. You liked, you liked Origins. Well, here's two times that amount with. Uh, but it's all water. Two times the uh, the follow missions. So, I'm I'm excited to see them kind of roll that back again because like what made Assassin's Creed so great wasn't like yeah the worlds were cool and you can kind of go explore around but like you know a lot of it just is the missions and the story and stuff like that and i don't know it's i i feel like origins did an okay job and like you i because that was my problem with origins i fell off it because i just got so caught up trying to be in this open world that i just couldn't i'd never actually end up beating the game which i've been telling myself to go back to and is a reason why i never got odyssey in the first place because like i don't want to have to do all this stuff just to beat the main story so i'm kind of excited that they'll tone it back i'm sure they'll still have some like rpg elements and some exploring and stuff but i don't need to be like oh there's a question mark 800 meters away let me go go get my boat and go over there so i don't it makes me happy quality over quantity i think i want to play red dead redemption 2 again that's a good one all right. Well, looks like we got a few more. I don't know stories. what it was about you saying that that triggered that thought in my head. But when you're like, "Oh, like that's like 40 kilometers that way," so let me get in my boat and just sail. I was like, "What if you were riding a horse?" What if? So what if you're on a horse? Just hear me out here. What if you're on a horse, and uh, every five minutes you get jumped on said horse, mm. and it takes twice as long. I'm in. I'm sold. I think I want to play Red Dead Two again. Um, give me two. Give me two discs. Yeah. Give me a hundred gigs. Give me two hundred gigs. I want them all. Give me all the gigs. All the gigs, including the E3 Nintendo Direct that is coming in June, reportedly. Reportedly delayed. So it was the direct <laughs> that was supposed to be for E3. Uh, yes. So which is going to be in June. So, you know, Nintendo always does their own kind of thing, but they do line up with E3 just for their their direct. So they 
have reportedly delayed it due to the main concern that their employees are working from home. So I don't know if they were able to just get something together in time or, you know, Nintendo's weird about stuff and being th having things taken from them. Uh, you know, they don't, they literally are famous for chaining down consoles to tables so people can't actually take them and like whatever. Uh, so, you know, I just thought it was interesting. So it sounds like the rumor is that it's going to be the direct will be moved to the end of summer so i'm guessing maybe august time um and we'll reveal its 2020 major releases in the new year uh i'm sure this is going to have to evolve the mario the 35 year edition mario right. with all those remasters maybe but maybe some new games um maybe we'll see something on the breath of the wild too who knows um so yeah. yeah, I mean, and I then, can't really think of anything else they're really, you know, pushing. Um, yeah, I can't either. I mean, I'm, I think they've been, they've kind of lost with Animal Crossing came out. They've kind of just been... What, uh, what else do they really have in terms of, like, IPs that they can, like, oh, well, this is going to blow everybody out of the water, you know? They've kind of did it. They did They did Mario. They did Zelda. They did... Uh, We're still waiting on that Metroid Smash. game, right? Yeah, I guess we are waiting on the Metroid game. And Star and Star Fox. I think um, I could get Star Fox now. Sure, they they could do a Star Fox, but we'll see. We'll see about it. They have, I mean, they have a lot. I mean, Banjo Kazooie could show up again. We get a new one of them. Um, they're not Banjo. Hmm. They didn't do Banjo Kazooie. I thought they did. Wasn't it? Banjo's not a uh, Nintendo game, is it? Yeah, I was on N sixty four. It's it's a rare. It's a rare game. Well, I guess they're just out during that time. Yeah, I mean, like I, I could see why you would associate it with it, um, but I guess definitely... I've only ever played Banjo Kazooie on the N sixty four. Because I mean, so. rare kind of, you know, like Donkey Kong, Banjo, yeah. Goldeneye, you know, things Goldeneye. like that. Um... Uh, but speaking of the Switch, yeah, we're all thinking about games, but EA has announced that they are going to release more games on the Switch, um, 14 of them this year, and apparently they're going to continue to produce their games on the Switch um, through the next year as well, because EA has been the one developer that hasn't really done a ton of stuff with the Switch, so I'm curious. I mean, I, the, the blurb I saw was, like, you know, Madden, FIFA, the general stuff, but also other new games coming out as well, so... Have we ever had a Madden? Um, or, like, recently, have we had a Madden for a Nintendo console? Because uh, I know, like, in, not, like, the 90s, not the we Wii. did. I know, no, there was one on the Wii. I remember that. Is there? Yes, and they were, like, you could literally use the motion controller to throw the ball kind that of thing awful. it was it yeah well that's yeah well it's the Wii, so yeah uh so kind jason's of cool not here so i can say it the Wii was a horrible fucking console yeah so uh maybe I'll, i mean maybe we'll see star wars jedi fallen order on there uh that was ea's pretty big release last year mm. I don't know. Well, we'll keep our eyes out. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I love... Honestly, I've been playing my Switch more and more and more during these times. Or just just in general. I haven't been playing computer near as much. I have not been playing my PlayStation near as much. So, let me look. I'm just going to skim through the article. Um, so, I think the rumored Apex Legends will come out on the Switch. Maybe a Burnout Paradise remaster. Uh, maybe Battlefield will be on the Switch. Stuff like that. So... We'll see, and then obviously, like, FIFA and Madden will be 
uh, sure. I think we're they were already previously announced. So, yeah, between fourteen games between now and March twenty twenty one. So, yeah, I mean that's a lot of EA games, but you know, considering every game that comes out, everyone's like, oh, let's get a Switch port. Um, sure, makes sense to me. Sure. Speaking of EA games, you you heard a game called Skate, right? Uh, they made they made they made, th- they made three of them, you know. Yes. And so they're making a new skate game, but it's not Wait, Skate Four. You son of a bitch! It's you Skate take Three. Take that back. For you mobile, take that back. What everybody uh, on the internet wanted is Skate Three mobile. So, I don't know who's apparently skateboarding legend Jason Dill. So he mentioned that they were going to be making a new skate game, and people, and he said it's not Skate Four. So people are like, maybe they're just doing a Skate Three remastered. Uh, wrong. It's a Skate Three mobile version because that's what everyone's asking for these days. So, um, but yeah a little upsetting i know people are all so excited that the, you know a new skate game is coming like finally skate 4 it's here we did it nope skate 3 mobile so ea you've done it again you sick bastards um there's also rumors floating around like there's rumors floating around like every single uh year that there's a new tony hawk coming out yeah i see that there's supposed to be one this year so we'll um, see which is interesting uh and then another skateboard game like just came out or it's coming out i don't remember what it was called but people still like skateboarding games yeah i mean the tony hawks were, were great right um i'm still waiting for the like a more kind of arcadey version you know like back to like the tony hawk games or like uh like amped or like for yeah. snowboarding stuff like more arcadey well, Be- well like that's why i'm surprised and more amped you know you say less steep yeah well i'm surprised ubisoft hasn't done um the other side of that like with the steep kind of style of you know maybe skateboarding and motocross yeah, the, and the other more stuff. kind Who of knows? like realistic or bmx yeah because I mean, like they could do, you know, everything, skateboarding, BMX, and stuff like that. I mean, those games, you know, they've always the steeps looked really cool. It's it's a good looking game too, so I could see it being moved into a different, you know, extreme outdoor sport thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so uh, Skate Three Mobile, get ready for that, guys, because that's game of the year. What we all wanted. So uh, yeah. Do you think this makes the world pull off or like put the brakes on the whole skate four meme thing? No, it's going to fuel the fire even more because I feel like it's I mean, just a slap in the face to the people who've been asking for skate four what, for years. What else do we have? Their Instagram, literally every comment is skate four. Twitter, everything skate four. Uh, w- w- are we just gonna start picketing their studios, like yeah, their actual physical studios, and get, like every skate day four. get like a like a basically a strike, like a picket line of Skate Four? 
I mean, people have nothing else to do right now, so might as well. Go stand six feet apart and uh, chant Skate 4, uh, EA's offices where people aren't reporting to work at. The Why internet not? has the power. Let's see it done. Let's see it done. Uh, so we've got two new stories on Cyberpunk 2077. Um let's just do the first one right now um okay. and that's that there's some uh some stuff coming out in june about it so yeah they're doing a broadcast called uh, night city wire so i don't know if it's gonna be like a one-time broadcast or if it's gonna be some i don't know but it's an, it's obviously like themed around e e3 which is you know since been canceled uh, but obviously they were still had this plan to do something at E3, so maybe they're just going to go ahead and do it themselves um, with this broadcast of who knows. No one really knows exactly. So they just tweeted a picture saying, get ready with the picture of this. I can, maybe I can show it for the camera here. So that was their tweet here. Oh, high quality right there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of all people got, and people have just been speculating ever since. So obviously we're going to get some news from Cyberpunk, which we keep seeming to get it every week, almost at this point. The game comes out in September, so we're really not that far away till release. Um, but we'll see. They they have something planned. Do you think this one uh, gets optimized for both the new consoles and the old consoles and that we don't have to buy an extra copy. Oh, I'm sure. Um, especially knowing CD Projekt Red, they, they're pretty good about not having to overcharge people for stuff. I mean, they're, they were famous back when Witcher 3 came out. Like, there's no uh, in-game purchases, which they've confirmed in this game as well, so I, I wouldn't imagine. If it's up to the, the studio themselves to charge, if they, to figure out if they want to charge for the upgrade i don't they wouldn't do it i'm pretty sure yeah but we'll s yeah hmm. that's a lot of yeah, money yeah but i mean that's what i'm wondering is, is it gonna be I mean, frankly at was, that point i'm gonna wait two months you know so, yeah i mean that's that's probably true um but are you gonna get it on your computer or are you gonna get it on console Ooh, that's a good question so so th this is actually a, a big thing I've been wrestling with at this point um, because I have the opportunity to upgrade my computer um, or buy a console. So my computer is going to continue handling things for a while. Um, you know, games are coming out that are starting to push it kind of to its limits. But even then, like when I say pushing it to its limits, it means like the first thing I do is I still go turn everything to ultra, you know? Um, so things are starting to kind of get, you know, squashed or whatever. Um, you know, I don't run things at, you know, 144 frames per second or anything like that. You know, I stick at 60 because frankly, that's what my monitor does. Although I almost did buy a monitor. Um, that was 165 hertz, I think. That's what I got. It's nice. Yeah, whatever. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the other option is I know I'm going to get the PlayStation 5. Um, at this point, I know that's the route I'm headed. So, if I'm getting the PlayStation 5 and it's running things 
better than what my computer can do at that current time, you know, I'll go back to it for a while and continue to use my computer for, you know, multiplayer and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, a game like Cyberpunk, where I'm going to be, you know, sitting down um, on my couch, uh, which is which is not a couch, it's either my floor or my bed, um, to play this game, then I'll probably just buy it for PlayStation, you know? Yeah, that's been my dilemma. I mean, especially lately, my computer is obviously more powerful than my PlayStation 4, so I've been leaning on it more now. But that, I'm, I'm curious to see how mine stacks up. I'm sure I'm still going to have more power on my computer than the, would be the PS5. Oh, you, you should, yes. Um, Although they, they're which, saying, you know, all this stuff is, is natively supporting ray tracing, which automatically means that it's more powerful than mine because mine can't handle ray yeah. tracing at all. So, yeah, I mean, I can, so I, I don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm just curious to see. But, I mean, I think it's going to be, for me, give and take. I'm probably going to pick that up for PC, but uh, maybe down the line I'll be, I don't know. See, that, that's the thing for me. I love playing on consoles, and I'm, I'm excited for this console for sure. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the other thing to take into consideration, right, is um, output resolution. So, yeah. like... Um, I can I get 4K out of my current PC and I don't think so. Um I mean I probably yeah. could again my monitor is 1080 so why doesn't would I try to there. output 4K because that doesn't make sense. Um so I, gu- I guess you kind of right is 4K. Can. It is 4K and it does have HDR. So I guess you're kind of right about that. Cause my my monitor here is only 1440, so it's with 2K, uh, which is all I wanted for a computer monitor. Cause I don't need I'm I can do 4K gaming with my computer, um, but I don't. I mean, I think that 1440 is the better for frames and stuff. But like my my TV is only a 1080p, but I was planning on buying in a four a you know a 4k tv for this reason so maybe for that reason maybe i will stick with the playstation or i can just plug in my computer into my tv i guess that's always that option too yes that that is that is a fair option um and i mean that's that's kind of the the final equate like equation that i'm gonna have to do at this point um because if i want to do a hundred and whatever 20 or 144 frames per second or whatever then i'm gonna have to go the pc route because uh this tv ain't pulling that um you know i think this goes to 60 you know Mm -hmm. so i can pull 60 frames per second from this tv um which i actively do on my computer to this monitor um i'm again i'm maxing out this monitor so i can either get 144 hertz um from a new monitor or go 4k so that's going to be a big thing, you know, for me is do I care more about the resolution or do I care more about the frame per second? Um, and I, I mean, I think that has to be a balancing act, right? I mean, that's why when you have your PlayStation Pro, like a lot of games ask you to decide, do you want to favor resolution? Do you want to favor frames? What do you want to do? Um, and I, I'm curious, I don't know, uh, 
I don't really know where to go on that. It, it's a it's a really funny thing because you know like obviously I'm not suggesting games do this, but you know like I really like the film thing. You know like 24 frames per second. Um, and maybe a game like Cyberpunk, like where the cinematics could benefit from. Uh, you know that aesthetic choice who knows um i'm again i'm not saying cyberpunk is going to benefit from that aesthetics choice but i mean movies totally do so i could see some games taking advantage of that at that point you know resolution is going to mean more to me than frames per second i don't know good talk all right good discussion yeah, you're you're not but, listening to a word I'm saying. But now I kind of zoned out there at the end. Um, how dare I get into technical talk? How, how dare, dare I? But but now it's okay. I listen to you when you talk, so it's fine. I this, listen to this you. This can until, be one-sided. This can be one-sided. I listen to you. I I was listening for the most part until you kept going. And I, I zoned out. I was, pre- I was prepping the next news story. I guarantee you, every single person that's listening right now is here to listen to me talk. I'm just throwing it out there. So I'm going to keep doing it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> as I as I immediately stop talking, um, <laughs> I'm going to do it. But Matt. Do you Show remember who genitals. Billy Mitchell is? Oh, we're going there. Yes. No, we're skipping around. I do. It's the uh, Donkey Kong guy. The Donkey Kong guy. The world. Has the record, or did, had the record for um, the high score in Donkey Kong. Um, if you've never seen King of Kong, um, you know, check it out. Uh it's a it's it's a good documentary i enjoy it uh so uh billy mitchell is back in the news as we as we've heard um and i know we talked about it when this happened but in april of 2018 uh twin galaxies the people who kind of like control high scores in the world online um they stripped they didn't trip. They stripped Billy Mitchell of all of his records, um, including his they, highest. They might have. They might have tripped him. They, they might they tripped him in the hallway. Hey, Billy, come here. <laughs> there goes your records. Um, um, yeah. So, um, wh- what do you think about your hot sauce now, Billy Mitchell? Um, they stripped him of all of his scores, uh, and now he's suing them. Well, because then they like uh, accuse him of cheating because it was like it should have been like almost impossible to get that score he had, right? So, so this addresses it in the quotes I pulled from the Verge article. Um, so let's start there. Basically, again, he is suing Twin Galaxies, saying that the statement they made was libelous. Um, so, uh, the Verge article on this said, Mitchell has multiple complaints about how the investigation was handled. Our Technica notes, 
So we're quoting another article in the article I'm quoting. Um, he says the decision was preordained that twin galaxies refused to hear the testimonies of 25 eyewitnesses and that he achieved his high scores on certified arcade boards in front of hundreds of people. Uh, going on, Twin Galaxies, meanwhile, maintains that its investigation was thorough and correct. Quote, Twin Galaxies believes that this was the most professionally documented and thoroughly investigated video game score of all time. Owner Jason Hall stated in a pub public declaration filed with the Los Angeles, Los Angeles County County Court where the suit is being heard. I believe that was a coffee issue. Um, but yeah, so um, the big thing behind it was the, the video that he had sent to them with the high score. They said it had glitches that the original arcade cabinet wouldn't do. Like certain like frame skips and stuff like that, um, which is why they ultimately pulled it, pulled the uh, scores um, and lots of stuff like that. And so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's suing them now. Uh, and it, it's so big that, you know, the Los Angeles, Los Angeles County, County Court, County, County, of course, is um, involved in this. Uh granted because it's a lawsuit i think personally judge judy should oversee this since he is a civil claim and she does settle civil uh civil lawsuits uh for money i like right don't they settle out of court and then she presides on it later i don't know i've never watched it I think i think that's how how have you never seen judge judy You're i'm not home during the day i don't know you studied criminal law oh that's that's you know it's so dramatized though i mean come on they pick they pick the worst i watched american idol and i have a fucking music degree okay how i guess you, you're right how have I don't you know. never seen judge judy I've just never watched it. I don't know. I well, first off, I'm not home during the day to watch Judge Judy. You've I don't never have been home during the day. No, I've not rarely. once. Like, never when? once have you ever been home <laughs> during the day. Well, no. Yes, I don't know. Like when I was younger, I don't have TV, so I I literally have no way to watch it in my apartment. You should I have watch no Judge Judy. Ah, oh, jeez. Or I've, any of I mean, those I've stupid. I've, I've like watched. Shows. I've like watched it when I like you know at the cart oil change and it's on the TV. It's always there on the TV. So. Right, because what else are they gonna show? Days of Our Lives, General yeah. Hospital. Hell yeah, the good stuff. <laughs> you should watch Judge Judy. I'm um, sending well, you. I'd probably get so annoyed. I'm, like, this I'm is so, sending you some Judge Judy episodes that you are going to watch. Okay. And I guess I have to report back on them. Yes. That's your assignment for the week is to, to watch Judge Judy. I feel like if I was teaching criminal law at a school, I would make my students watch Judge Judy. Even if it's just that's, to like be that, like, that's look, not, point that's out not how criminal law. That's civil point law. out that's how asinine this is. 
That's, it's not. Yeah, it is asinine. Well, well they, that's the whole that's point. Why, it, that's that's why lawyers still like the that you don't like when you're getting like an undergrad degree. It's not like oh, I get like criminal justice or civil law, right? Like it's just the same. And then at a certain point, you go to practice this, right? Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I didn't really do a civil education law education or whatever um in my undergrad it was all criminal so it's criminal to me that you've never seen judge judy wow not that, I, not that like it like it's good but see I, I think i'd be like my dad watching it uh, like a medical show it just it just no doesn't happen or maybe y'all should just chill and realize that it's supposed to be stupid no! Play some Into the Breach, listen to some lo-fi, and f- calm the fuck down. It's working for me. Okay, that's good. As long as you're calm. I'm glad you're calm. I'm about to cry. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, the last thing we wanted to touch on, very end here genitals Gen- show me your genitals, your uh, genitals. I think we're going to get banned from twitch but okay <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you were standing up like oh god sit down sit down well that, that, that was uh, the motion I started to... <laughs> okay so this came out yesterday um, so t- another cyberpunk 2077 story came out and said that you will be able to customize your genitals and uh it's literally what it what it sounds like is you literally can augment your breast and butt and you know genitalia in the game on your character creator. So it's gonna be I think it's gonna be an uncomfortable moment for everyone <laughs> involved. So my initial thought is thinking of games where this kind of thing uh, occurs currently. Um. So like the I think the first game that comes to mind is obviously General Jousting. Mm. Um right. Uh which is a horrifying game. <laughs> um but a game nonetheless. <laughs> uh and then second that comes to mind is Conan Exiles. That's right. You could pick like your the the, the famous inside. endowment slider. Endowment, that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, CD Projekt Red, uh, they obviously don't care. They're not they're not shy with nudity in video games. I mean, just look at The Witcher 3. So, obviously, this is going to be really just... There you go. I don't know how to move on from that, to be honest. Well, I, I think that uh, ends... <laughs> ends our podcast I, I wanted to end our podcast by thanking our mothers um, yes. Mother, and Mother's then Day realized this, uh... how in proximity these two things were was a terrible idea <laughs> um, hey it wasn't, it wasn't for the genitals we'd never be born so there's that happy yeah. Mother's Day <laughs> happy Mother's Day um to all the mothers out there um i i hope like so my mom i know has listened to the podcast i hope to god she's not listening to this 
Um, but if you are, I love you, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for everything. She, she's your, uh, the, your sim creator, by the way. So, you and her and your dad. They're the ones that gave you the attributes and stuff, so... I don't think they wanted the attributes that they gave me. That was a mistake. <laughs> so, um... Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well... <laughs> I think... Really took the air out of the room on that one. Alright, uh, upcoming uh, games, I guess. Last of Us. Coming out in a... About a month in a, in a week away. I just can't stop thinking about genitals. Well, I'm gonna leave you alone then because uh, which is an uncomfortable be. thing. I, I I don't know why you're struggling so hard about thinking about genitals. I've just I've moved on. I don't know how you moved on. They're just there, forever, haunting. And so are we. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Dry Spellcast, where we haunt your genital dreams. <laughs> I didn't say genital dreams, but we're here forever haunting you. Haunting your genital-based dreams. Oh my goodness. Thanks for joining, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to end this, and I'm probably uh, going to go take a nap. <laughs> Actually, I might take a shower first. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Speaking of genitals, um, thanks for joining everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week with hopefully better content. <laughs> this just this was went garbage, down wasn't this? This was terrible. <laughs> I might just not even post this. Uh, hey, I mean there was some, some. Okay, I don't know. Uh, if I'm not rambling on about resolution versus frame rates, we're rambling on about mothers and genitals. Uh, please don't review us. Keep, please keep us a five-star review that we are on Google right now with the one review. The one rating we have that has us at five stars. Please leave us there. Um, because that is officially on my LinkedIn that I host a five-star rated podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, my name's Matt. His name is Austin. We'll be back next week. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Dryspell Radio. We also at DryspellRadio.com. Um, don't check our YouTube because, frankly, there's nothing on it. Um, but in, maybe there will be eventually, uh, and we'll tell you when that happens. Um, remember to subscribe, like, follow twitch.tv um, slash dry spell radio. Um, it's been a pleasure being here today. Hasn't it, Austin? Yes. I think we need Jason. I think it's the problem. He's like the glue. <laughs> he, Jason, if you're out there listening, you are the glue. Uh, even though that we, did, we did this, we did the two of us for a very long time. But we were so much more scripted back then. Uh, now we were. Be, well, we, we had we had a, we had to do a certain amount of time and all this stuff, and and also we'd probably get in trouble uh, talking about genitals. So probably. So there's that. 
Uh, oh boy. I think Jason's joining. Jason, are you there? One second. Oh boy. Jason. Jason's calling in live. Reporter out in the field. Jason, can you hear us? Can you, I can hear you. There we go. I'm not turning on video. I've been laying down recovering from a migraine, but I've been listening and uh, I heard my name and uh, I almost didn't join because of talk about genitals, but uh, I, I decided I, I need to at least something. So, um, Is he commenting on the uh, Wii? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say, like, uh, this talk about genitals, I, I'm very disappointed, guys. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I was, I was ready. I messaged you guys on Discord, like, you guys want me to jump in for the end of the podcast? The next words were uh, uh, something about parents and genitals, and I was like, I don't want to have that offer anymore. So, I'm here, but I'm disappointed I'm here for the end of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> now I'm on sad. That terrible on that terrible disappointment. Um, well, but, I was just I, I was just signing off. Jason, do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> I just wanted to jump on real quick and say hi to everyone. So, uh, no, no, I don't really have anything to say. I'll be back ready to go next week. Just suffering from a migraine this week, and it's starting to feel better. So, yeah, well, decided well, to say hi. Thanks for hopping in. Jason is our. Uh, our genital field reporter thanks for joining <laughs> um so we'll be back next week everybody uh goodbye end it end this now just like my sims i'm about to end it goodbye everyone